Why am I here, Liz? You're here because I'm incapable of leaving you alone. Then don't. <laughs> oh my god. Very <laughs> uncomfortable in my nether regions. <laughs> my penis just shriveled up and has died. <laughs> Warning the following podcast contains coarse language and spoilers for the film and the title of the podcast. Now playing Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. Hello, good people, and welcome to Movie Reviews and 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. I'm your host, Liz, and this is going to be a hell of an episode. Quick backstory for you all. Last year during Livestream for The Cure, which is an amazing online event run by the amazing Nick Haskins, where content creators raise money for cancer research, somehow it was decided that Caleb from Netflix and Swell and me would do a live reading from the 60 Times novel Fifty Shades of Grey for this year's event. And horrifyingly, this is actually going to happen. We we fucked up. We sure did. I said the stupid thing, it was funny at the time, and then every day since then has been a living hell of me anticipating it. Yep. But it'll raise money? It's because Caleb has no shame, and Liz <laughs> has all of the shame, so it'll cancel out somewhere in the middle. It, it might not raise money, but it's going to raise something. <laughs> oh, dear. Not an erection, though. Not an erection. I'm really uncomfortable already. Anyway... Because of this horrifying upcoming event, I figured that for some sweet, sweet foreplay prior to the action, see what I did here? That was like a play on words. I of it. Um, <laughs> I've got a double face palm team. Everyone listening to this, please go get in the shower right now and just start running the shower the entire time you're listening to this episode. Please. Just please. <sighs> oh, amazing. We need, to, we need to do this as quickly as possible because my virginity <laughs> is growing back the longer we do this. <laughs> Well, let me finish the initial blurby blurb. Movie Reviews of 20 Qs is going to review Fifty Shades of Grey, everyone. And we're doing it with Nick and Caleb, if that wasn't already immensely obvious. So, yay! Yeah. If, I think. If you couldn't uh, tell that Nick and I were both here, uh, you could tell by the fact that we both talked over you the entire time to make stupid jokes. Yeah! Yay. I'm so looking forward to editing this later. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? The delete button's anyway. a way of editing. Yeah. Just, yeah, just combine uh, the audio, put it up, and don't worry about it. Don't give it a second thought, you know. I'll keep that in mind as an option, actually. I'm not ruling it out. How are you guys? You guys are good? I'm doing well. I, um,. I'm in the process of moving back to my home state of Pennsylvania, which explains why I am currently in my nephew's office with a giant wall hanging of the bee from the bee movie leering at me that he has for some reason. Um, yeah, I'm in my nephew's. It's really big. It's ver a very large bee movie bee. Um, but yeah, that's I'm in my uh, nephew's computer room right now. So appropriately enough, I'm going to review this movie. Uh, sitting in an office chair that's probably caked in uh, pubescent uh, <laughs> excrement, you know, just the excretions, the you know, the whole, the whole cutting miasma. <laughs> I'm cutting you off, Nick. How are you? I'm I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Live stream yeah. is less than two weeks away, so I am in severe, severe, severe crunch mode. So that's that's I'm. Uh, 
I'm gonna try not to try not to fall asleep like halfway through this. So to be up to you guys to uh keep me keep me invested, keep me like aroused, I guess, to uh the, the possibility of finishing the recording. <laughs> I think we could do horrified. I I did say excrement. The word I was looking for was ejaculate, but neither one of them's a good option. <laughs> Not in my world, at least. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am I am thrilled to be here. I always I always love being here. I always love being here more so with like let's face it, like the better host of movie reviews and twenty cues. Mm-hmm. That you know the other dude that normally is here just sucks. Yeah, just sucks. That- we all hate him. He sucks. Yeah, fuck you, Sam. <laughs> It wouldn't be movie reviews in 20 Qs where I'm hosting and Sam isn't here if we don't make fun of Sam ever so slightly. So yeah, we've been recording for like almost six and a half minutes. There we go. And yeah. like we hadn't made fun of him yet. So yeah, we, we saved most of it for before. I, I have, you know, done guest spots. I, you know, I've been in this game for a little bit. I've done guest spots on a lot of shows. This is probably my favorite, you know, home away from home to come to and just Aww. talk about random bullshit. So. Yay! Oh, well, I'm very pleased to have you both. You, you hear that, Gerald? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, without further ado, I will do the blooby bloop. If you'll fucking let me. So here we go. Um, we are reviewing the first movie in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. Oh, I've already fucked it up. There we go. <laughs> We're reviewing the first Good movie. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Nailed it. Thank you very much. We are reviewing the first movie in the Fifty Shades trilogy, Fifty Shades of Grey. It was released in 2015, directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson and written by Kelly Marcel. The trilogy is, of course, based on the series of books by the same names by E.L. James. The movie stars Dakota Johnson as Anastasia Steele, Jamie Dornan as Christian Grey, and a bunch of other people who don't really matter as they're mostly one-dimensional anyway. It has been rated 24% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.2 out of 10 on IMDb, and 46% on Metacritic. Wow. Those are some auspicious scores. Um, I've decided that Caleb should tell us the plot so that he can further explore Anna's character more fully prior to the live read. Uh, literature student and cardboard cutout of a woman, Anastasia Steele's life changes forever when she meets handsome yet tormented billionaire Christian Grey. God is dead and we killed him. That sounds close enough. You totally read that from something though, you cheater. I, uh kind of did my own editorial of the imdb description so oh okay that's fair all right so yes super fun amazing movie that we really really loved watching yay um (laughs) so so that we can talk about this amazing movie that we really love watching uh let's get stuck into the questions so we start with the uh Usual compliment or shit sandwich. So compliment sandwich, good thing, bad thing, good thing. Hyperbole sandwich, great thing, good thing, great. No, wait, great, good thing, great thing, good thing. Close enough, whatever. Um, It's not like it's going to get one anyway. Um, The shit sandwich, which is a bad thing, good thing, bad thing. Or I hyperbole shit, which is a bad thing, terrible thing, bad thing. So why don't you start us off, Caleb? Oh, hooray. Uh, My first bad thing is this movie's boring as shit. My second bad thing is the sex isn't sexy. And my third bad thing is the dialogue doesn't make the characters seem like human beings. Uh, Also, side note, because I wanted to add another bad thing, Mm -hmm. is that like the scene whenever Anastasia and Christian walk in on a roommate having sex with like the weird grunge guitarist, Mm -hmm. uh, he... 
he pulls his pants up real fast yes. and then shakes Anastasia's hand without washing it. I thought that. I was like, what? No, that's it's like not polite. You were just touching your penis and you're shaking this person's hand that you haven't met. That's And she was fine uh, with it too. She was just like, hey. Yeah, she was just like, yeah. Yeah. Great. I yeah, love the more the more touching <laughs> the more dick. bodily fluids the better, you know. Herpes isn't real. Okay, so how many cable ties? How many well it sounds like negative cable ties. How many negative cable ties uh, are you giving it? It's out of ten thousand, I'll give it three. No wait, negative three? Because you gave it only bad things. Yeah. Fuck it. Neg- negative 10,000. This movie's an abomination before God. <laughs> so it's going to be like the inverse of like when Sam reviews a movie and gives it a hyperbole sandwich, but by the end of it, he's talked his score down like 4,000 points. Caleb's going to be hovering around like 8,000 by the time we're done here. Probably have so, his dick in his hand. So I this is the second fucking time I've seen this movie because of the <laughs> bastard Gerald Morris. Uh, from Two Peas on the Podcast because he made me watch the entire trilogy and now it's permanently on my Voodoo account because he gave me like the codes for it so I could fucking Amazing. watch them and review them with him because he apparently is into this and thinks wow. that this is like high art. Good lord. Yeah. Good so, lord. Uh, I've I've seen this now twice and I blame him. It wasn't as bad as Blonde. Like I didn't hate this as much as we hated Blonde. So that's That's probably fair. Like uh it's a different type of hate, because, like, Blonde was trying to be good. I think that this movie does know what it is, mm. but it just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. All right, Nick, what's your perspective of what it is? Oh, God in heaven, I hate you. <laughs> so, my, my first bad thing is how poorly like Caleb mentioned dialogue Caleb mentioned acting but how poorly this movie is shot and lit and like how badly like scenes are staged and stuff like in the mm. contract signing scene like yes. it's just it's bathed in this really weird like orange light like it's 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 what really What kind of business really, meeting was that? Like a horny one? <laughs> Oh, a very, I d- a very I sexual oh, okay. business meeting. <laughs> sexual. <laughs> uh, my yeah. my second bad thing is to kind of further something that Caleb already mentioned here. This movie's dialogue is written as if talking at your private parts will like arouse them somehow, and I don't understand how more words make boner harder. I I don't get it. So. In a weird way, not to completely derail you from what you're talking about, but since I've had to read passages from the book to prepare for livestream for The Cure, where I'm going to read passages from the book, I think that that's an artifact of adapting it from the book, because like throughout the novel, Anastasia has like an inner monologue with her oh, inner God, yes. goddess, where she talks Thank to God her they didn't bring that shit in. vagina spirit, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> mm it's so bad, man. I'm I'm so glad that I am not reading any of that for uh, for live stream for the cure. And, Don't uh, worry, my- I can tell you all about it. <laughs> You're just listening to it. <laughs> my third bad thing is kind of to touch on something Caleb said as well, but Jamie Dornan specifically is an absolute vacuum of charisma. He is literally like he is so unwatchably bland and robotic and and everything i know dakota johnston has talent i've seen her in things where she's good 
J.B. Dornan has literally no talent whatsoever. He's reprehensibly bad. I just he and he's supposed to be like the lead of this movie, and it's all it's really really clear. Like if you know about the behind the scenes of this movie, you know that these two hated each other, and it's really evident that they really don't like each other because they don't have the kind of chemistry that a movie like this should have. But it wasn't even like hate chemistry, you know? That could be good if you're like, I fucking hate you and, you know, energetic yeah. and exciting. No. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so no. that's a great segue to mine. But before I start mine, uh, what? how many cable ties are you giving it on negative? <sighs> how many did Caleb give it? Negative three? Mm. Negative, so- negative four cable ties just to, just to be better than Caleb. Fair. Um, I, I'm going to go fucker. optimistic. Just, I'm, I'm going to be the, the positive side of this podcast. So. You're a monster. Hyperbole sandwich, here we go! <laughs> no, calm down. I'm still starting with a bad thing. And it was exactly the same as yours. Jamie Dornan's acting was just absolutely fucking dire. Like, there was just, as you say, I, mean, I don't think he has a personality, etc., but he couldn't even act like he had one for this film. Like, it was just the most unappealing, bland piece of white bread. It was just nothing. But my good thing... And look, let's let's be um, you know quite nice about the meaning of good. There is, I didn't mind Dakota Johnson. I actually think she probably represented the character quite well. That's a definitely shocked face from Nick. There, I'm not saying like I loved her. I'm just <laughs> saying I'm channeling my inner my inner Christian Grey. Sorry. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really got that. I was just kind of like, I think Nick might be dead. I'm doing a visual thing for an audio medium. Caleb's deep throating his microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but you know what was terrible? What was really bad? The ending. And I know we're going to talk about that later, but that was truly atrocious. And please stop deep throating your microphone, Caleb. I'm trying to have a serious (laughs) conversation here. You can't control me. (laughs) This is Sam's show. There's no such thing. (laughs) This is awful. I'm giving it 1,874 cable ties, and most of that is for Dakota Johnston. She's worth it. She's just kind of pretty. And I did like a little lip bite thing. It was kind of cute. But yeah, that's all, I, that's all I got. All right. Caleb, hit us with question two. What scene was sorely missing from this film? Okay, I feel strongly about this. The scene where we get to see him full frontal, okay? Because we saw plenty of her tits and we even saw her bush. But yeah. I didn't see more than the base of his dick. And that is so unfair. Like, where is the equality in that? That is unacceptable. Have the courage to hang dong. Yeah. Like, this is a, what was it called? Like, an erotic romance? Or, well, I'm pretty sure to have eroticism, you need some kind of penis from, well, some genitalia from the other actor. And I'm really proud of myself that I just said the G word because I'm not comfortable with it. And, like, the shitty thing is, is I'm pretty sure he had it in his contract that he wouldn't, like, just throw the rope right out there. So, yeah, the most they got was, like, like the top of like the base of the shaft and that's literally it yeah Yeah. they could have given him a fake dick like the one in 365 days well i was gonna say it's probably a stunt cock anyway yeah yeah well disappointing anyway cgi can do anything these days like you know why not (laughs) yeah (laughs) if you're worried about like people thinking less of you why not just like have your pants come down and all of a sudden a fucking bow constrictor just slithers out of there like you'll be fine dude Yeah, like it probably looks like a. <laughs> it probably looks like a fucking mu- mushroom in a cornfield. <laughs> they should have channeled Good Place and had just wind chimes down there, you know, Derek styles. 
Christ. Had a three-pack of tennis balls hanging down there. <laughs> it's like a cop's flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, someone else answer the damn question. <laughs> when, when you can catch your breath. All right, well, uh, I'll, I'll go. Um, so for me, the scene that was sorely missing from this film, uh, I've been pounding this drum for a while, giggity, uh, no pun intended. But what this needs most is a scene of Christian giving Anna appropriate aftercare, which is one of the foundational principles of BDSM, mm. uh, in order to make sure that she's okay after having weird sex. The closest <laughs> they came was when he was carrying her down the passage after the like the first one, when she was obviously really tired out, and he was obviously going to be taking her back to bed. And, but that was it. That was all you got. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, like, there was... Uh, you know, because I intentionally pick weird movies to watch on our show, but there was, uh, I forget what the fuck it was even called, but there was a Korean movie about, like, a a guy who's, like, an office worker who, like, becomes a submissive to, like, a girl that he works with or whatever the fuck, but, like, it actually showed her performing aftercare for him, and it was, like, this is the first, like, actual BDSM movie that isn't just, like, abhorrent for that reason, you know? Yeah. Legit cool, man. All right, Nick. Add more to this two-hour, five-minute film. Well, I mean, they could have shortened it drastically if, like, when they were on that helicopter, if there would have just been a grisly helicopter crash, and then the credits rolled at his funeral. Yeah, like, at, at his funeral, like, the credits just roll, and everybody gets to go home less horny i guess because they didn't get to watch the rest of the horny horny content and hear the rest of the boner raising dialogue hmm. and yeah, yeah no like anything that could have mercifully shortened the runtime of this film would have been welcome i would have taken like some like canon style just fucking ninjas showing up and just like throwing shurikens at him and killing anything anything please god fair please god I, yeah <laughs> I have a later answer that I think you're going to like in that case. I'll take it. You can also tell us question three. What side character had their life completely ruined by the events of this movie? And my answer to this question is me. I'm a character in this movie <laughs> because I had to experience it through my eye holes and now they are permanently stained. Though not. You are welcome. Not with ejaculate or anything, thankfully. <laughs> not not oh, since wow. the incident. <laughs> <laughs> that's my real answer i don't have a better one <laughs> all right uh christian gray's investors because anna was clearly distracting him from business matters and he was probably being a really terrible ceo and causing volatility in his company share prices because he just didn't seem to do anything except for yell at some people on a phone one time and hire a bunch of blonde skinny bitches <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, my answer is Anna's co-workers at the hardware store where she works because they uh, had to listen to them awkwardly fawn over each other and see <laughs> Christian uh, like dox her and find out where she worked and then come in and be weirdly possessive over this person that he's met literally one yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And they just needed her help out the back as well. And then she didn't help. And then yeah. so they just had to do it themselves. And, like, he, gets, he gets real shitty with her male coworker whenever he comes up and is like, Hey, do you need me to walk you to your car? So. Yes. Uh, all right. Question four, what minor change would completely ruin this movie or make it infinitely better? Let me go. I think this movie would be infinitely better 
if whenever Anna asked, like she was introduced to the concept of his playroom and she asks him if his Xbox or something is in there, if he said <laughs> yes, and then they spent their night playing a tight game of Halo Infinite. That would have been sweet. Yeah, we could have got some good like, tips on good playing techniques or something. <laughs> Running riot. I love how she's like, you know, she goes, is it your Xbox? And he's just like, no. And you can go home anytime. And she's like, what is no. in there? What is in there? And no, I just, it's what did your she think was in box. there at that point? Chicka chicka. Boom, boom. That's worse than my pun earlier. That's worse. Yeah, they, they can't all be zingers. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. I'm going with, after he saves her from the bike or whatever it was, you know, on the street. And then they're just about to kiss, and he's, but then he's like, oh, I have to let you go. Just for a minute, I thought this was going to happen, and I was really excited, but it didn't. Um, he should have like looked longingly into her eyes for a second, but then just pushed her into the path of an oncoming truck, and then that's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> because that would have been an amazing and unexpected twist. It made the movie so much shorter. Infinitely better. Like, just imagine if he's like, I have to let you go. Smash! <laughs> the whole movie... Is just like the events playing out in her mind from the shot of DMT as her brain shuts down. Yeah, <laughs> that would also be fine. I just, I just really like he was just like I have to let you go, and then I just, I just thought he was going to. I was so sad it didn't happen. See, I want the, I want the, um, the epilogue of this movie to be where one of the characters doesn't matter which one don't care could be somebody we've never met before don't care discovers time travel goes back in time and kills christian gray's crack whore mother and he's never born and thus is never in this movie and we never have to watch it it's very terminator i I hate it so much oh nick it's like you've never watched a bad movie before yeah i have yeah we've watched so many this is this is just one in the line of so many bad movies. Uh, speaking of bad movies, Caleb, what's question five? Question five is how would you incorporate Nicolas Cage into this film? And I have the perfect answer. He is my Christian Grey. Uh, he'd, he'd go to Anna and be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you totally come. I'm going to get down there and I'm going to do the whole alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, O, P. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, no. W, X, Y, Z. Um, That's all you have to do. <laughs> That's all you got to do. <laughs> the only thing that would vaguely meet that is if he played Anna. And like went fully, yeah. like dressed up as a woman, but badly, and just played Anna. Ah, <sighs> Christ! Okay, yeah. The other option you have there. Oh my God! Instead of raising Arizona, it's raising Dakota. <sighs> I see you didn't. Is that yeah. anything? I don't know. Uh, Can he play Anastasia's dad? <laughs> I mean, anyone could have played as Anastasia's dad. Anybody could have played any of the other characters in this movie because they were all just basically window dressing. <laughs> Hundred percent. I don't have a better answer than Caleb's, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's all shit from here. Let's just move on. <laughs> Yay! I win the podcast. Let's move on to question six, which is a Patreon question. Hooray! It's a Patreon question from 
the executive producer of the live stream for the cure, Dan of Netflix and Swill. How would you include the song All the Small Things by Blink-182 in this movie? And please tell me everyone else's answer is when we see the top base of his shaft, <laughs> all the small things starts playing and he just slowly buttons them back up and shamefully walks out of the room. What I've What I've written down here is... Uh, it immediately jumps into the first verse whenever Christian pulls down his weird fuck jeans, revealing his goblin penis. <laughs> I just said when they're about to bang for the first time and he takes his pants off, obviously. Oh, God. <laughs> it was a pretty much a given. That guy was definitely, um, what do you call it? Uh, what's it called? Like short man syndrome or whatever, small dick energy. Napoleon complex. Yeah, like he's uh, um, penis sub- envy. Not substituting, like what's the verb? Uh just keep mentioning penises. Jesus Liz. Christ, you'll get no. um. I don't like the word. <laughs> no, you know they said he was clearly like um, like imposter syndrome. No, what the uh, fuck are you talking about, Liz? <laughs> like where someone's trying to make up for something else. Oh, overcompensating. That's it. He was clearly overcompensating. Jesus Christ. Well, we got there in the end. So. We sure did. It's, sure it's did. not about the size of the ship. It's about, you know, how hard you paddle. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Couldn't agree more, Caleb. Might be a needle, but it fucks here. like a sewing machine. Tic Tac's <laughs> yeah. still going to hurt at 200 miles an hour. What's up? Okay. Okay. Uh, question, <laughs> question seven. Jesus Christ. Look, I've got to keep this going, guys, or this is just going to dissolve into <laughs> God knows what. It didn't already? <laughs> it could get worse. I really think it could get worse, I, which is I find that the most sensual part of a woman is the boobies. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a sixth sense. I hate you both. Why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I chose this part. I just want to. I just want to editorialize here for just a moment and let the listener know that I did give Liz an out. Like, and I was like, if you, if I can't make the recording, like you two can just do it by yourselves. Although I'm sure it still would have been as bad. So yes. we need you to be the meat and the man witch because me and Liz are both completely fucking awkward. And if you weren't here, I wouldn't be able to be funny. <laughs> mm, fair. It's that. It's what he said. Fair. Yeah. Can I do number seven now? Is that all right? No. I allow you. I hate both. Thanks. <laughs> That's uh, majority rules. Um, Alice Sixthense, what character could have been dead the whole time and no one knew? Both of the main characters because they give completely <laughs> lifeless performances anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, like, the, the clear and easy answer to go for here is Christian because he is legitimately just like... And Andrew. Like, I mean, and his character is supposed to be like really like emotionally detached anyway, but then they cast an actor to play him who doesn't understand what human emotion is. Beep boop, beep boop. Like they haven't installed his like emotion chip like data in Star Trek yet. <laughs> Meep more. Zeep. See, there, if you want to care, you know, if you need an actor who can play a character who is emotionally detached, whatever, Andre Bra. Oh my God. Bra- from like Brooklyn Nine Nine, like he plays an amazing uh, human slash robot, but Jamie did not. No. Um, the only other person I thought of was her dad because I don't think he talked to anyone else, and I thought that could have been a really good random twist because it turns out she's as fucked up as he is, just in a different way. 
I thought you were going to say it turns out she's fucking her dad. And I was going to be like, wow, this movie got weird. (laughs) Nick, you mentioned data from Star Trek. And now the only thing that I can think about is a version of this movie where Brent Spiner plays Christian Grey. (laughs) I'm Googling it. Brent. As data or just like as himself. Or uh, Dr. Oaken from from Independence Independence Day. Day. Which Dan would kill oh, me if I didn't. You're welcome, Dan. The You're last welcome. few days here have been really exciting. <laughs> exciting people, people are, are dying, dying out, out there. there. <laughs> I don't think exciting is the word I'd use for it. That would be amazing in this film. That would have absolutely made this film infinitely better. Why didn't you answer that earlier? Yeah. We're slowly, Way guys. What we're doing right now is actually what we don't want to do. We are arousing Dan by turning this into an Independence Day <laughs> podcast, so we have to transition away quickly. That's true, and also we're intentionally talking about other movies because we don't want to talk about this one. So let's just keep bashing <laughs> through it. Um, well, the next question's good for that. Yeah. So what was the biggest load of bullshit in this movie? Oh, that Anna didn't go running for the hills with the copious quantity of red flags displayed by this man. Like, the meeting in the hardware store would have had me calling the fucking FBI. It, it was ridiculous. Like, if a dude's standing there staring deeply in your eyes and going, thanks, I'll take some cable ties, some masking tape, and some rope. Yeah. And then I'm going to get naked. And a shovel and I'm a bag of lime. I'm thinking sexy times. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking murders. And she, then she like makes the joke like, ha, 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 you're the perfect serial killer. I'm like, yes, girl. Why are you not seeing this and running the fuck away? The only way the movie works is having her as this ridiculously naive virgin because any sensible woman would have seen this horror movie for what it really, really is. Like, I need to buy enough ice to fill a bathtub and some lawn darts. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> And a scalpel. <laughs> I will be taking your kidneys. I'm going to pivot away from it because, I mean, that that was like my answer was along those lines. But I kind of thought of another one. And it's like that Christian Grey is in any way like a successful like CEO of a company because he doesn't fucking oh, do anything. Yeah. What does yeah. he do? Yep. He doesn't do He's anything. So young. Well, telecommunications, but oh. also some medical stuff, as we were told. <laughs> And invested in agricultural practices in Africa. Yeah. Because there's no starving children in America, of yeah, course. You know, famously, so. the breadbasket of the world, uh, sub-Saharan <laughs> Africa, you know. But like, he doesn't do any... Like, he runs around in this movie like he's just like a like a trust fund kid, not like he's like got like a ton of yes. work to do representing a global brand or whatever the hell else he yeah. does, like doing whatever else. Like, he'd be busy all the time. It pissed me off in the very first interview, right, where she's like, oh, how, what, what do you, you know, why are you so successful? And he doesn't go, he's like, my really? mum is really rich and set me up. He's and like, is that I just got really fucking- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking I can't believe bag. a student journalist is asking me such an obvious question yeah. for a student newspaper. After Pratt falling into the fucking room like a dunce. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so the biggest load of bullshit in this movie. Um, let, let me explain you a thing. Cause this fucking pissed me off so bad. So after Anastasia comes back to our apartment after interviewing Christian for her friend who apparently was too sick to do it, she starts making herself a sandwich and offers to make her friend a sandwich as well. And her friend declines. Then after Anna makes her sandwich, her friend says, oh, I'm hungry after all, takes Anastasia's sandwich off of her plate and walks away. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I've killed people for far less. 
that is some straight up a bullshit. You don't do that. That's just wrong. Jesus Christ. That was wrong. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> I'm a fat guy. I need my carbs. <laughs> it's just basic human etiquette. Like, that's my goddamn sandwich. All right, Nick, what do you got? What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this movie? Can I finish watching this movie without killing myself? Yes, thankfully, <laughs> but it was probably close. The deep philosophical debate that arose in me was, why would a loving God allow this to happen? <laughs> the movie. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the any of it. I was just like, it must be a really depressing life to be a proper sadist who just gets off on torturing women. Maybe. That must just really be sad. Like, I'm not saying, like, BDSM is bad. I'm just being, like, literal someone who's just the sadist and is just like, yeah, this is great. I'm having a great time. I, just- I mean, it, it seems pretty whole-filling. I mean, fulfilling. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. On that note, uh, question, Ted. God only knows what made me put this question in. What quote from this film would be the worst to hear immediately after having sex? Liz, I'm not the man for you. You should steer clear of me. I have to let you go. That would be really awful to hear. That's depressing as fuck. (laughs) It's really sad. That's that's worse than it's not me, it's you. (laughs) It's really bad. It's in line with my one, which is, well, one of mine, which was, um, listen to me. I want you to go home right now. <laughs> Money's on the nightstand. <laughs> You've done your dash. Wasn't great. Get out. What do you got, Nick? So I, I, I looked through, because I was, I was trying not to pick any of the really erotic dialogue. So I just settled for, we have one, we have two inch and one inch, but the truly respecting handyman will have both in his toolbox. <laughs> Yeah, I considered that for this. (laughs) Nice. I also had the option of, we offer an excellent internship program. Because that's just insulting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like I didn't already get the internship after I already fucked you? Yeah, well, I'd be like, excuse me, bitch. I am clearly due for an experienced role here. Like an internship. It's just, it's not appropriate. You saw the top of my shaft. Yeah. Lucky, lucky me. Now go get me coffee. Uh, finally, um, I could just take all my clothes off. Because why aren't they doing that earlier? Like, why are they doing it at the end? Like, what kind of mess have you made that you need to take off all your clothes? Ew. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just kind of a hair trigger down there, you know? <laughs> 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 it just goes up everywhere. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> yeah, stiff breeze, and I'm just, oh, man, you know. I see what you did there. It's a nightmare. Stiff breeze. Um, can you go on to your questions, Caleb? I no. absolutely can. Thank you. Uh, if somebody said out loud with the only human mouth that they will ever have, <laughs> I don't make love, I fuck hard uh, to you, and was actually completely serious about it, how long in microseconds would it take for your body to completely lose all sex drive forever? <laughs> I think I'd need however many microseconds it takes to blink dumbfoundedly a couple of times, just like 
you're fucking <laughs> like just to really process that they really were fucking serious. And then when I realized that they really genuinely were serious because who the fuck could be, that would be the moment then. What was my score for this movie? Minus four out of 10,000. Yeah. Minus four microseconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. um, really bad. I'd be kind of into it. Punish me, daddy. Ooh, woo. <laughs> You would. Uh, you would, would actually really I'm like it. I'm a deviant. Uh, next question. How rich would somebody actually have to be for you to look past them being such a fucking weirdo? Uh, and, like, side note to this, I'm not even necessarily talking about the sex stuff, uh, because this guy talks like an alien who came to Earth, and the first thing he learned about humans is that some of them like spanking. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about anybody else that's on the on the call, but like, uh, it, it, no, no, none. Like, there's no there's no amount of money that someone could have. Like, if they were like just completely non compatible with me. Now, I happen to like robots that like spanking, so or aliens, I guess. <laughs> so I'm fine with that. But yeah, it, it it literally would not matter to me. They could have five dollars yeah. or five trillion dollars. Um. <laughs> Stop Stop wanting to put you're going to fist my vagina in a contract. Yeah, like or whatever anal fist fisting I have. from the contract. What the fuck? Um, I don't know. I, I said, pay off my student loans and you can do whatever you want to me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Nick. I'd date a freaky weirdo who had 100 mil. Like, yeah, fuck it. Mama wants new shoes. Yeah. You only get to go around once. You might as well live in comfort. <laughs> I mean, especially if there's a contract where I could stick the things in that I'm, I'm really not comfortable with. I wonder if I could make the contract be like, you will have no physical or like verbal contact with me at all times ever. Do you think you'd go <laughs> for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there could be a way to get through it. I will text yeah, you like, once and tell you I'm thinking about masturbating. That's it. <laughs> yes. I'll allow it to a phone that I never pick up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, what addendum would you have your lawyer add to the freaky sex contract? I oh, see. My problem with the contract was less about the freaky sex stuff and actually more with the earlier things. Like, he needs to choose my doctor. He can fuck off. That is insane. And as for yeah. the eating foods from a prescribed list, like, I'm a hugely picky eater, so that's a definite no-no. Like, I'm just not signing this contract before even getting to the freaky sex stuff. Personally, if I was her, I'd be adding the dinners and the movies and shit that she wanted. Like, that seemed like a obvious thing to do. But also, I found it completely ridiculous that he found it such a hard compromise. Like, when he was, she was like, oh, so we're not going to go to dinner and movies. And he's like, oh, I don't really do that. I'm like, well, just suck it up for a night. It's a fucking dinner and a movie. She's not asking you to be, like, tortured. You're asking her to do that. You can't do a dinner and a movie? What an asshole. See, I think I think if I'm Christian Grey, I I have my lawyer like, okay, you put fisting, anal fisting and vaginal fisting in there. But maybe what you do is you like you lead like you you lead with the worst thing. You'd be like double fisting or whatever else. And, yeah, then, and then then you have somewhere to bargain from. You yeah, know, you have and, more and negotiating you have a bargaining power. point. Yeah. So, you know, then like maybe there's small print, like finer print. Like, you know, subsection C, paragraph H, fisting is still okay if it's Kwanzaa or something. Like, who yeah, knows? Yeah, like, it gives, you, <laughs> it gives you more room to kind of explain. Like, you don't, you're not just punching the butt. You put your hand up there and then you make the fist. 
I like that. I like it giving you more room. <laughs> Did she rule out doing anal fisting to him? Like, was that a clause that was like only him doing things he's, to her? Or? He's done this too many times, you know, it would just, you know, just go right up in there. Yeah. She should have just turned it around on him and been like, whatever's in this contract for you to do to me, I get to do to you twice. Yeah. Even the yes. vaginal fisting. Yes. Especially the vaginal fisting. Turnabout's fair play. You know, it's, it's International Women's Day. Get the strap on. Give me my Louisville slugger. Yikes. <laughs> oh, dear. I think we should probably move on to next questions now. Oh, I'm quite amazed that I wasn't more horrified by Caleb's questions, to be honest. Maybe there's hope for the world yet. Figured I'd give you a low, slow pitch right across the plate, you know. Cool. That sounds like some sort of sport. The good thing's thing. going to be is she's got to go back through and edit this episode, so she's going to get to hear it all over again, and then Multiple probably times. like listen to it when it's done, and mm-hmm. still do more prep for yeah. the live stream segment by doing more reading. Like it's, it's, this is just living inside of her, and it's going to fester and and yeah. grow. And I don't know. I'm I'm going to listen to the episode when it comes out and laugh about it. She's going to have to live in it and question her faith in the Jesuit Christian God. You know. <laughs> Copious therapy. It'll be fine. That's what copious, copious amounts of therapy is for. We're all good. She has about episodes with, like, you know, Sam and Machu and everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got to be tame compared to that. Yeah, you guys got nothing. Imagine for a moment that Fifty Shades is being made as an awards vehicle. Who's directing it and who's starring as the two leads? I'd like to introduce you to James Cameron's Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> starring Adam Driver and Anya Taylor-Joy. Aren't the people supposed to be attractive? Oh, God. Oh, I'd uh, be three hours long. It's more awards baity if the people look fucking weird. Yeah, I was going to put Benedict Cumberbatch in mind just for that reason. Bim- but, Bimbadin um, Cumberbum. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, I decided, actually, I'm going with Greta Gerwig as the director so that she can address the horrifying patriarchal bullshit inherent in the film. My Anna is going to be Florence Pugh, and my Christian Grey is going to be Jake Gyllenhaal. That's solid. That movie would be mm-hmm. hot as hell. Yeah. Uh, I also decided for Greta Gerwig, because this was already directed by a woman, so I figured why not keep that going. And then I figured we could make this starring Zendaya and Tom Holland and make this their eyes wide shut. <laughs> yeah, nice. I was thinking Zendaya, but then... Florence Pugh came to me, and I knew that was Oscar. I mean, because Flo is the greatest thing ever, so I, it's hard to it's hard to argue with that, right? Easy. I love her. I loved your next question. Number fifteen is uh, recast and gender swap this movie with two actors over sixty five. Okay, so Helen Mirren has to play Christian because I can just see her dominating. How dare you? Absolutely dominating with the best of them. How dare Don't you? Don't even try and pretend like you haven't fantasized about that because i know you how have. dare you and i feel like pierce brosnan has the chops to play the like naive ingenue and the looks to just really rile hell it up mm. do you guys need a moment to mentally picture this or i picked kevin costner as my andrew Steele, but yeah i mean of who else do you unless you put maybe judy dench in here <laughs> that's christian yeah. But yeah i picked helen mirren yeah Helen Mirren would be down for it, and I think that's why I picked her. (laughs) She'd be great. Well, uh, let me introduce you to Jane Fonda as Christina Steele, or Christina Gray. That's Mm. the name of the movie. 
because you know she's actually in her 80s and is still really actually like super hot um and but since the movie it's 50 shades so it's not allowed to actually be erotic at all so she is uh pursuing Danny DeVito in this version. <laughs> oh man, you had to do it. You couldn't even give us like Bruce Willis. You had to go to Danny DeVito. No, oh. fuck you. <laughs> he's he's Good a fine looking man. I don't Is know. He? You need to check your own biases. <laughs> I own my biases. He's good Lord. enough for Rhea Perlman, and she's a peach. She is a peach. Mm. Oh, bully for her. I wouldn't want to take him from her. You see. Right. That's what it is. I'm so thoughtful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. All right. What's question 16? Rewrite the ending of this movie to make it even worse. And it ends in a giant orgy. You're welcome. Yeah. I was going to say that uh, the purity of Anna and Christian's love creates a sexual revolution and like microcosms of this story begin happening all across America. (laughs) As everybody is so horny. All the time. <laughs> okay, that's a gross, but I'm going to get his mum to walk in on him whipping her at the end, and then she decides to join him, and then they end up torturing her to death to get that and covering it up, and then he just goes on living his life. Who's the Who's the her in that sentence? <laughs> no. Are they torturing wait, his wait, mom wait. or Anna? No, he and his mum are going to keep torturing Anna. I have a better answer. So since, you know, he, Christian's a billionaire, uh, the end of the movie, you know, they get done with, you know, a whipping session and stuff. And who should walk in but Christian's good friend, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh. oh, no. I think you broke neck if it helps. <laughs> Let me introduce you to some of my friends. Yeah. Black screen to be continued. This is Donald Trump. Quick, hide your pussy. You're going to get it. Oh, my God. Guys, this is not funny. This is traumatic as fuck. <laughs> it's really bad. Absolutely. It is. Oh, God. I'm laughing from the pain. I thought it was bad to bring in his mom, but you guys just took it to a whole other dimension. See, I thought Whoops. when you were saying, like, when, when you say his mom walks in, I was like, are Anna and his mom going to, like, team up and whip him? Like, I, yeah. I didn't know what direction you were I'm, going with there. I've seen movies that, that, that start like that. Any of those options would be terrible. So, look, do with it what you will. <laughs> That's my gift to you. <laughs> All right. Question 17. Do you think the items in his playroom get cleaned in between uses and by who and who would willingly do that? I know this answer. I know this answer. Okay, go. Sam Hurley. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, you're now a dildo scrubber. You're welcome. You got to get in the grooves where all the ridges, all the ridges, Sam, get in the grooves there. Yikes. (laughs) Yeah, they get, they get cleaned by the maid and, uh, she has to do it or else uh, Christian will have them deported. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, true. I could totally Back see Back to that, Epstein's actually. Island. No. I just, we're no. past that. Aw. That, we, we made... I thought we could bring it back we, around. We made, we left Let's the not. room and that joke hung itself. <laughs> oh Good Lord. Uh, all right, Christian 18, before that continues... Oh my god, could Anna be more of a basic bitch? 
No. Moving on. Just, oh my God. She looks like her favorite flavor of pudding is tapioca. <laughs> yes. I wonder why she lied when he was like, so was it Bronte or Austin or Hardy that got you into literature? And she's like, Hardy. I'm like, bitch, it's Austin. We all know it's Austin. Christian knows it's Austin. You know it's Austin. Don't lie to us. You're the most boring. The fucking car of VWB. Really? I just, she was terrible. Anyway. Question 19. Should Hollywood be leaning more into using fan fiction as a source for new material? Well, I mean, we're about six months away from getting scripts written by AI, so why the fuck not? Yeah. I mean, I've read in my time, like, some much, much better fan fiction yeah. than this. I mean, granted, some of it involves, you know, like Harry Potter getting fisted by Voldemort or something, but, you know. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Bone. <laughs> I just always like the Hermione Draco angle. That's always been my preference. Chamber of Secrets kind of still works, like, as a title. Oh, 100%. Goblet of Fire, you could do something with that. Maybe that's the one where they catch some sort of disease. Yeah. They all yeah. learn about the dangers of wizard chlamydia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, this is great. I hope to see all of our readers, like... Dive, uh, all our listeners just diving in to write these for us now. And all the listeners through. are still thinking about Sam scrubbing dildos. Keep that in your mind, folks. <laughs> Sam Hurley scrubbing dildos. We should do uh, a movie based on the fan fiction Sonic High School using the original version from Sonic the Hedgehog, where he was real weird and like hyper-realistic. <laughs> Google Sonic High School. It's haunting. Do I really want to? No. Is this something I really want to do? Uh, I think that it devolves into sex, obviously, but I think that uh, there's, like, it gets into, like, vor and, like, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog eats Sonic and digests him, but it's sexy. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm so excited. I'm going to go look it up now. It's sexy if you eat him penis first. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Um, for clarity, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, E.L. James got a start in writing by writing fan fiction about Twilight, yeah. which probably explains a lot yeah. about the quality and storyline of these books. Yeah, Twilight, the book about uh, the fucking 15, 16-year-old girl who has a guy who is 100 years old come into her bedroom at night and watch her sleep. Yeah, it's great. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, super cool and unproblematic. Yeah, there's no issues whatsoever with the Twilight movies. But there is good fan fiction out there, so go and read it, people, honestly. Read anything else. Anything. Yeah. Just not, yeah, not Twilight, not Fifty Shades. Don't yeah. watch it, don't read it. I just finished reading Dune, and now I'm reading House of Leaves. Weird coincidence. My boyfriend just finished reading Dune. Oh, he f finished yeah. reading the first half, and now he's on to the second half, like for the second oh. movie, right? Or third? I don't know. You will. Yeah, I, uh, no, I read I read the full first novel. I uh, figure if, if I decide to go for it, I can probably finish probably Dune Messiah and God Emperor of Dune in time to for the new movie to come out. Oh, fair. I don't know. I might go for it. I just watched Station Eleven. And then I'm going to reread the book because I read it and it's like my favorite book. And so I thought, well, I'll go back and reread the book and see how it compares because I haven't read it in a long time. Great TV show. Great book. What we're saying is don't buy Fifty Shades of Grey and read actual <laughs> books. Yeah. 
There's actual read quality book. Slaughterhouse there. Five. It's a masterpiece. I'm gonna read this script from a B movie, and then I'm gonna watch a <laughs> B movie. <laughs> I kind of mentioned what inspired you, you like to do that. Nick. I just keep looking at it on the wall, like <laughs> yeah. beside Caleb, and I just I intentionally can't stop frame looking the shot at it. so that you have Barry B. Benson <laughs> looking at you the entire time. It's, oh, he's looking at you. Yeah. It's oddly it's it it oddly centers me through the depravity that we've walked yeah. through this episode. Yeah. It's like, you know, like if you're lucid dreaming, you like draw a dot on your hand so you can look at your hand and tell if you're dreaming or not. It's kind of like that. Nice. I just took a screenshot of it so I could put it on Twitter later. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see you can see my Dune shirt that I'm wearing. It says fear is the mind killer. It's covered up by more like Christian Gay, which is your username. Yeah, is the, the username that I chose intentionally. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> all right. Should we do the last question so that we can stop talking about this movie, at least until we have to read the fucking thing? Yeah, release me from this uh, horrible contract. Well, it's your bloody turn. Having to talk about this. Uh, it's It's funny that this is Nick's question, and I get to say it. Yeah. Uh, which is, what kind of meal is this movie? And I will go first, because I think that I have a perfect answer to this. This movie is gas station sushi yep. served on a nude woman's body. <laughs> that is that is that is uh, that is remarkable. I just said so I watch like a lot of your kitchen nightmares and all that kind of stuff where Gordon mm-hmm. Ramsay or whomever goes to places and is served food that is literally like battery acid, the worst food ever. And he's like spitting it out and can't that's any of those meals, like literally any of those times where Gordon Ramsay spat it out and says that tastes like my fucking dog's dinner or whatever. It's fucking raw. Yeah. Any, any of those ever, ever, because I don't know. I feel like it, nothing about this movie is digestible in any way whatsoever. And you just want to fucking go in the bathroom, jam your fingers down your throat, and vomit it all out as fast as possible. Yeah, that's legit. I've said just just a giant fucking bowl of oysters cooked by Donald Trump. Because, like, you, I'm sure he thinks it's sexy and that he's sexy and that he's a good cook and there's sexiness in it. Is he cooking in only an apron yeah. and like nothing uh-huh. else? Yeah, that's it. Gross. So it's a giant fucking yeah. bowl of oysters. But you it's know, the by Donald Trump hide all of the, the yeah. naughty bits anyway. No, he's got one of those aprons where it's got like the parts on it. Like it's like a picture of. Yeah, it looks of, like yeah. a woman in a bikini printed on it. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's theoretically all these sexy motherfu- elements Motherfucker to it, but- eats his steak well done with ketchup. Fuck that guy. I hate that guy. Don't worry. We do too. My good. That's it. That's my answer. That's it. Oh, that's it. Thank fuck. Okay. Now all we have to do is read the bloody thing aloud. Make sure you're all there for it. And so, Nick, can you please tell us a little bit more about Livestream for the Cure and what it is and stuff? Yeah. So this year's our seventh year of doing Livestream for the Cure. And every year we come together, it's sort of like a telethon. We get great content creators from all over the world and Sam Hurley sometimes um, all together to, you know, just kind of do their content and raise money for cancer research. And we're going for $25,000 this year from May 18th Woo. through the 20th. Uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be a blast. I, I really like, we have, we have a lot of great segments planned like Caleb and Liz ruin sex for everyone. <laughs> I, 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 I can't wait to, 
We should have booked that at the end we, of the night so everyone hmm. could go shower afterward. Uh, How do you feel about Fifty Shades of Blue Balls? <laughs> well, you can't go shower afterwards because so we are scheduled to do the live reading, aka Caleb and Liz were on sex for everyone at five PM EST yep. on the nineteenth of May, and then movie reviews in twenty Qs has the immediate slot following, so you can't go yep. away because you have to stay and listen to another hour. So that's two straight hours. Of comedy gold. You're going to jump right into that and still be heavily panting the whole time. Yeah, that's what's going to be happening, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Just- yeah, it's 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 always a lot of fun. There's just amazingly talented people that put put their time and energy into creating segments to, you know, just do fun, dumb, silly stuff, all to entertain people to raise money for cancer research. Uh, and, it, you know, like all the segments that we've got planned this year are, are going to be a blast. We're doing the Hot Ones Challenge in studio. Gerald Morris is going to die in my basement. Cool. Uh, <laughs> almost certainly. Nice. So yeah, it's 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 going to be really really nice. So just- I think the funniest thing from last year was how excited my friend Corey was to participate, and he started promoting it on his podcast, saying that he was going to raise money for cancer. <laughs> cancer doesn't need it. Your friend's dick. <laughs> God damn now, it, Corey! If if I can paraphrase Norm Macdonald, like if if somebody dies from cancer, you know that's not you know, losing the fight against cancer, you know, the cancer dies too. In my book, that's a draw. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I like it. Um, Yeah. Oh my goodness. We're, we're all keen to make this the best one ever. So please do tune in to our session guys. And, um, until the rest of course, cause it's all just going to be amazing. Um, anyway, our next release will probably be our release. Oh, God, you've broken me, Caleb. This is terrible. Oh, God. Our, our next sweet we were, release. We were so close. We were almost done. Oh our, our next emission. <laughs> it's going to be, it's likely to be the audio from the live stream as an episode because I'm lazy and you guys want to listen to it over and over, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, we'll recycle the, the live stream audio so it'll be like a retrograde emission. Oh, God. I hate you so much. Um, Sloppy seconds? And after that, I'm hoping to do a review of a decent movie with our gal M from Verbal Diorama. So we'll see what happens there. Um, But anyway, any questions or, you know, therapy bills you want to send us, you can find us at Movie Reviews and 20Qs on Facebook and Instagram and at Movie Reviews in on Twitter or email us at mritqs at gmail.com. But in the meantime... Go and enjoy your playrooms, folks, but be safe out there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) Sam Hurley scrubbing dildos. Just one more time. Sam Hurley just getting a little spray on there and just slowly just wiping the cloth (laughs) up and down the shaft. Sam Hurley just hours every day. (laughs) He cleans them with his mouth. Just. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to do the hand movement? Did you have to? That's it. That's it. Cut. Cut. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cut. (laughs) What's a butt plug? Well, Anastasia, it's a it's a plug that goes in your butt. It's fairly simple, right? Like it's it kind of does what it says on the tin. Like, what do you think it's going to be? Like, just just throw some guesses out there. Just have a go. Like, it's a it's a breed of dog from Egypt. Oh, that's fucking weird. You know, I wouldn't have expected that. Dicks, vaginas, butts, butts, butts. Oh, sorry.
I should have laid down a towel. <laughs> God, Caleb, I hate you. Yeah, let's stop.